Hey there, everybody. This is Kevin. I am the guy who runs this thing. And real quick, before we get into this week's episode, I want to talk to you about an organization that we support, the ACLU. That is the American Civil Liberties Union. Uh, they are, uh, long story short, sort of an organization that employs a team of lawyers that's so going to stand up for your civil rights. So when people in the government or wherever do fucked up things, they're going to take care of it. Or they're going to they're try. They're going to try. And I don't know. Maybe we need those people around uh, right now. So here's what I want to ask you to do real quick. Uh, if you go to ACLU.org, uh, and over on there, there's a button that says Donate. We're going to put the exact link in the show notes. But if you give them a little money, because unfortunately we aren't in that utopia yet where money doesn't matter, uh, that helps them do their job protecting you. So, for example, if you just want to give them a dollar once, that helps. If you want to give them $10 a month like I do, that helps. If you want to, I don't know, like will them your house or something, that helps. Whatever you want to do, however uh, you feel you can help out, it's it's going to help uh, them do their job uh, and, and we can make sort of our world a better place is at least my hope in supporting them. I don't know about you, uh, and and we're definitely in in the in the era where where we are in charge of our own destinies, and this is one way you can take charge. So, uh, aclu.org is the website. Please go there. Please donate. Now on with the show. Okay. It happens here, and it finishes here. Two men enter. One man. Nearly a two-word review just said. Welcome back to the basement, fellow music lovers. You are now tuned into yet another exciting adventure with us here on Chunky Glasses, the podcast. I'm your host, Kevin, as I have been for low these 250 episodes. You know, we could have done something special with this, and I don't do save stuff for the the, the hundreds, I guess. You know, if you skip back 50 episodes, episode 200, Bob Boylan of NPR was on. That was pretty good. You can listen to it too. It's still up there. It's it's they're all still up there. But that's that's a pretty good one if you're new to this. So uh, kick back and listen to that. Um, and uh, so, but this week we're going to be just talking about a great album, which is sort of what we do here: talk about great albums, get together, hang out, spend some time, and uh, occasionally we talk to the people who make the albums. But this week we're talking about the album, uh, and the album in question is Alison Crutchfield's "Tourist in This Town." Alison Crutchfield, you hear us? I'll give a little bit more history, but she's been in a bunch of bands, breaking out on her own. And on Merge Records, no less. Uh, this is her second solo album, and uh, it is, spoiler alert, pretty fantastic. But we're going to talk a lot about that. Uh, we are also going to be talk talking uh, about Sampha. We're going to play a track from this guy. He's a producer uh, based in England. Uh, kind of a badass. New to me. I know a lot of you guys know him. But he has, a, he has an album coming out on February 3rd called uh, Process that I find quite stunning. I think we're going to talk about it down here. But in the meantime, I wanted to get you hip to this guy in case you weren't. So we're going to play a track off that. And then that's about going to be your podcast. Um, so if you're ready and uh, and you're comfortable, you have a beverage. I mean, you know, like, look, we're hooked on LaCroix here. That's not an ad. We, we just are. So maybe maybe you're hooked on that. 
Uh, I'm actually drinking a nugget nectar. It's that time of year. Hop slam is is sort of in the air, and so all this, all these heady heady beers are coming. Uh, we're about ready to hit down. Before we do though, one last thing. Um, we've been serving these from Squarespace forever. In fact, the site's built on Squarespace. Awesome, awesome company. Uh, but uh, we're trying out this thing called Pippa, which is sort of made for. Uh, made for podcasters. It's it's like an ad delivery platform. You don't have to have ads. We don't have ads. Uh, but we're trying it out. So, uh, I want you guys to do me a favor. If you have any problems with this, you can't get your podcast fixed or whatever, like, hit me up. It's KevinTheChunkyGlass.com. Let me know. And uh, and uh, we'll, we'll talk to them. Because they're just a startup. They're, 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 they're trying to do their best. And uh, we sort of want to help them do their best. And you can help them do their best. Uh, so we'll put a link to them in the show notes. And if you if you yourself make a podcast, maybe check it out. I don't know. We can all end up on Pippa. We'll see. Uh, so, yeah, that that's it. If you guys are ready to head down to the basement, uh, let's go. Hang out with some friends and talk about Allison Crutchfield's tourist in this town. Explosion is Alabama native Allison Crutchfield. Now, she has been in a couple bands uh, coming up in this indie revolution we've seen in like the early aughts, and now in the uh, what? Are, what are they called? The tens? I was calling them the teens. The teens? Okay, the teens. Uh, she's in P.S. Elliot and Bad Banana, both with her twin sister Katie of Waxahachie, who you guys know I'm a super fan. <laughs> um, and in 2012, she started a little band named Swearing, which actually. They're actually pretty rad. They're all right. They're, they're, yeah. they're, they're pretty good. Mm-hmm. Played uh, a bunch of shows. Uh, we know uh, that Waxahachie is Paul's favorite artist because... I really like Waxahachie <laughs> as well. Do you? I love Waxahachie. Yeah. Oh. I've actually seen... But the first two albums especially. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I, I wow. don't. It's really insult and the one before that. I, I, I'm sure she's a lovely person, but I do not like her art. Oh, boy. Uh, but... Uh, that that having been said, this... And, and, uh, and I, I quite like swearing... And uh, this is her debut on Merge. It is uh, called uh, Tourist in This Town. It's an album about, you know, she, Swearing, like I said, did pretty good. They did a lot of touring. Uh, they were on the, on the road, obviously, a lot, mm-hmm. away from home a lot. Uh, I don't know if she was in a relationship with somebody in the band. She was. But, yeah, so that. Seems was, like it. And then she uh, wasn't. Yeah, and, and <laughs> that relationship <laughs> fell apart. And, 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 like, what do you do when that happens? You write an album about it. And so that's exactly what she did. Definitely a breakup album. It's definitely a breakup album. It's definitely a pop album. It's definitely an album that uh, leans into a zone that uh, Carrie, I think, can we name this the Debbie Gibson zone? Um, that, <laughs> it's the synths that, that, that you like, some, young man. Well, it's not just that. And, and, you know, there's a whole thing in her in her bio and her press release talking about 
how she discovered these synths and whatever. And you know, oh, she didn't discover the synths. They've been around since it's, the eighties. Right, exactly. <laughs> and that's also Jeff Ziegler. Jeff Ziegler. Saying that to someone our age, <laughs> Jeff Ziegler. <laughs> saying that to someone our age is, is not okay. But but you know, there's a quote uh, from her in that that I want to read. It says, "Tourist in this town is completely made up of heightened anxiety and became a clearly defined puzzle that I slowly put together over the course of a year," says Crutchfield. It's a record about change, change of scenery, of partner, of band, of home, of friends, of outlook, and how that change can cause a temporary panic but an ultimate triumph in most of us. And normally when I hear artists say stuff like that, I, I think like, man, that's some really big bullshit. Normally but, you send it to us with a big tagline that says, here's some really big bullshit. <laughs> yes, yes, I do. In this case, I, th- I think she, she uh, nailed it. She may be the only self-aware artist uh, in 2017. It it is it is an album that is is uh, is full of like this this Debbie Gibson esque pop. Um, it is that's not introspective. It's got with the Debbie no, it's Gibson. not it's not the great because here's what happened, and, and this is something that I'm really happy it's happening. Is all these people making indie rock? You know, arguably indie rock was sort of just a sucky blob, and you had your pavements out of it. But I wouldn't even know that's all. That whatever that is. Yo, you are not knocking pavement in my Damn. presence. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> just, out, girl. I'm not going to knock just, pavement. He threw a little but, bone but there. But what's, <laughs> hap- what's happened is 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 watching them discover synths, and then yes. watching them, uh, some of them at least, discover good songwriting, which was lacking for at least a decade, and <laughs> and and. And all of a sudden, it starts to sound like stuff that, like, I grew up on. Maybe Carrie, you grew up on. Uh, you know, that was on the that maybe, yeah, maybe Patrick's old too. Uh, but you know that that was on the radio back in like nineteen eighty seven, nineteen eighty eight. But it doesn't sound like pastiche. It doesn't sound like it's like a redo. It sounds like Jen Wastner's record, where it's just time out. Are we talking? To, are we doing Jen Wastner comp? Yeah, you got to say that for later because I have mad things to say about that. Okay, because I no no I, I don't I, agree that this is a direct comp. Yeah, yeah, anyway. yeah. So so what we have is, is stuff, and when it gets to that level, it ends up being, uh, inarguably great. Well, this I think I th- so. Inarguably, so we're to Kevin. Inarguably, inarguably therefore, great. podcast is over. Goodbye. Yes. <laughs> Even though Dean's Room is not my favorite song on this record, no. I think I think it showcases two really great things about the songs here. So the first is is the sense that Kevin mentioned, and the other is like there's something going on with the drums on like every song where they're sort of doing this like very new wave, very eighties, very like very the Bangles kind Kim, of yeah, like high energy. They're like form keep this shit moving, they're like moving, formally, moving, formally peppy. It's yeah. like it's like play and this and keep it the snappy. Hell out of well, there's almost yeah. no guitar yeah. for yep. yeah. wide stretches of this album. And and that true? that's where I got like I, I love Matt and Kim. I know a lot of people hate them, but oh, God buddy. bless, I fucking love Matt and Kim. <laughs> and I also really like Best Coast and the the parts of those <laughs> two just, bands. Why which is also she on everybody the hates. We need, to, oh, we need to like have like censors for a, Kevin, Kevin's like blood pressure. <laughs> you need to have a wah wah button for every time I open my mouth. But the things that I like about those two bands, she pulls into her music, but then also adds like a, a layer of actual depth and genuine songwriting and good lyrics. And, you know, it's a, it's a much more quality output than like Matt and Kim is just super peppy and you run around. Right, it's to good it songwriting. And it's, you listen to it in the summer. La, la. Whereas this is like what you would listen to when you break up with your summer boyfriend. Because yes. it is it's a summer album. 
but there's a lot more. If you listen to it, the first time through, you're just like, oh, wow, that's cute. And then you listen to it a couple more times and you're like, oh, that's a little bit more heavy than I would have initially thought. The comp comp for me here is um, Jill Sobule's Pink Pearl. Yes. Better comp than Jen Wassner. Is is very much the sort of like upbeat, pop, folky. They're they're direct songs. I don't want to say they're straightforward because there's some... um, like artifice there and there's some, you know it's not like mm-hmm. the songs are just about like i'm so sad and we're broken up or whatever um but but they're very direct and they're clearly songs about someone and she has this lovely pure sort of crystalline voice that um that i think is really well served by the production here in a way that maybe the ep i forget the name of it um before this with that sort of like more conventional lo-fi uh, and they're playing around with effects on that EP in a way that yeah. is very scattered. I listened yeah. to it this morning. I was like, nah, yeah. this doesn't yeah. really. The, the, um, no offense. Dean, it just doesn't work like this does. Right. Dean's yeah. room is the the vocals on that are much more clear. I feel like half the songs have this. There, there's a lot more either an echo on it. There, she sings in a very <laughs> breathy tone on yeah. a lot of them, yeah. which normally I can't stand. But with her, she doesn't also sing with a fake falsetto that goes with the breathiness. Correct. She's actually great voice. And, and, and very some, genuine. And sometimes she drops it back on this album to her almost her speaking voice. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's a weird affect. And it's just like, but you know, it's like, oh, you're from Alabama. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I hear that now. Um, and, it's funny. The first couple of times that I listened to this, I I kept thinking, this sounds like somebody, something else. And I didn't, re- I, I didn't put it together that she's Waxahachie's twin sister. Right. <laughs> so it also, it does sound like someone else. Uh, and, and I want to talk about who it sounds like, uh, though, but I want to play a song first. And this is a single for this. And this is, maybe this is where you're doing the best coast comps. I, I don't hear the you best coast California. comps. Yeah. Uh, Just because I use the word California doesn't mean that I coast. think it's the best yeah. coast. Well, yeah, but yeah, it, it maybe. So, you so can't sing about you're, California. You're, you're just confirmed <laughs> it's not, but, yeah. but we'll talk about that. This is uh, I Don't Ever Want to Leave California. I don't ever want to leave California. You know, that is uh, much like uh, a lot of songs on this album. Uh, um, in that song, she's stuck in place. Uh, mm-hmm. This is an album about, like, travel and being in different places, being in different places emotionally. And some of them are, like, just raw. Like, this, <laughs> this is where I'm at. Uh, what's the one song? Um, the Marriage. Might be, yeah. Love I, it. I, I think it's one minute great. punk song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the like marriage is punk song. Sounds a little bit. Sounds a little bit like swearing. Yep. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, and it's really quick and it, and gets to the point of that dual but, track vocals, right? Yeah. Yep. But it but it 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 as a whole like comes together as this like beautiful little like 
breakup piece that when it doesn't wallow uh, in it it just like hits it and then it's gone mm-hmm. yeah and i for one was not expecting this well yeah i mean i think it's a really i think i think there's no uh there's no way to call this an unsuccessful album in the sense that <laughs> it it you know it's it's its objectives are probably modest but it but it realizes them with like with a with just a like the right amount of flair and it's not trying to like turn a a a routine kind of life disappointment uh into something epic and to say let's spend let's spend 78 minutes going into this breakup and all the ins and outs and the what ifs and let's play out four alternate no that's it's actually that's like, a great point it's not trying and... to turn it into something epic yeah well it's like every album that's come out so far in 2017 as far as i can tell is that it's under 33 minutes yeah that's the that's that's the new hallmark. Everything we've covered so far, <laughs> other it? than RTJ, under thirty three minutes. Interesting. Just a note, and that's a spoiler for the next. Uh, yeah, yeah. For the yeah. next episode. For the next sure. episode. Yeah. You know, uh, but but I like that. I like I like that because it. it I don't know if it's self imposed or if it's if this is just what artists are feeling. But like you like you know, in our conversation before, we were talking about putting your money where your mouth is. But some of that, like, it, it doesn't have to be political. Like this is her career. So she has to give up something, an artist has to give up something of themselves, or be a really amazing writer, like Casey Musgraves. I just threw up a little bit in my mouth, yeah. but go ahead. Or, or, or be a really amazing uh, writer that can do fiction about that. And, and I don't think it's important to know one or the other, but what's clear from hearing like this collection of songs is that she is in that camp. And it's something I didn't get from her earlier work. Like I, I get, right? And maybe it's my. Uh, my... There wasn't um, the the EP that I listened to this morning. There's mm-hmm. not much focus. Yeah, I feel like this album has way more focus. Right. Yeah. Okay. Since we're um, sort of picking on Patrick, just um, just a general. But I mean, I mean that it's there's a lot more thought behind what went on. Right. To the the record here, mm-hmm. I feel like I don't mean to, it's that very well. I mean, yeah. all of it it's is just well very well. It's, it's well, well sequenced, well executed. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you don't have the jarring transitions into other songs. Well, you if get... marriage had appeared on the first five songs, you'd be like, "This is a stunt. It's weird." The fact that it appears like track seven or eight or whatever, right? It it's is, organic. Right, right. It sort of makes sense. Well, she starts with the very short acapella, right? And then this almost which, Nico Case, and then, which and then by that the song way, sounds like Nico Case. Sounds like Nico Case. That first song is what got me in because I was like. Holy shit! This person can sing. She yep. can. There's no question. Like, because th- there's a really brief intro to this album that right. is. He has something to say, but let's dive in there. So the Waxahachie point is he being Eduardo. Yes, <laughs> he being Eduardo of the curly hair has something to say, but we're gonna skip over that and come back. So let's dive in here because my point on this is like I like Waxahachie. You, Kevin, do not particularly do not. like Waxahachie. Paul likes Waxahachie. I think you like. I love Waxahachie. Yes, Waxahachie. So I don't like Waxahachie. I love Waxahachie. So I very much like Waxahachie. I'm, I'm, I'm medium positive for so the but record. My, <laughs> my initial note when I first listened to, listened to this was, how does Kevin like this and not like Waxahachie? And I understand they're different, and I can talk about why I think they're different. But what's interesting to me is what she took a, a step further. She has a little bit of a shinier tone than Waxahachie. I, I, react, I react better to pop music, and I don't react right. well at all to sad indie rock. And and because I think I think what he, here's here's what I've come to after now six years of doing this, we're uh, literally are, are renewing the website on like tomorrow. Sadly, the sad 
the inauguration. <laughs> like that's that's the renew date. So Wait, tomorrow's our six year anniversary. Yeah, uh, yeah. Wow. Um, and uh, what I've come to is that I'm just not a fan of the majority of indie rock because it all. That's why I run a music site. Yeah, no, no. But, but I run a music site. I don't run an indie rock blog. And because the majority of it, for a long time, sort of bypassed um, complete songwriting. So, like, I, I will give you, if, if I'm reading uh, Katie Crutchfield, her, her sister's, uh, Waxy Hatchie's work on paper, if I'm reading the lyrics, I'm like, that's some astounding poetry. It's I mean, good. It's good Yeah, it, it yeah. is good. They but both the, can write. But yeah. the delivery system throws me off because there could... You could do so much more to it. And well, that's that. Let's at the end of the day, ahead. it doesn't matter though because like Carrie loves her, like Paul loves her. I mean, this aesthetic hits a certain people. Mm-hmm. And I'll her I'll sister's go, aesthetic, but I'll go see Waxahachie live, and mm-hmm. she just stands she can, there, stock still with she a guitar, she doesn't do shit. She can yeah. sing, and she can really. Yeah. And you just you're standing there, kind of mesmerized. If you like it, otherwise you're like, what the fuck? Why are people standing around watching this girl play a guitar? Well, so to dive into, I think what you're about to say is mm-hmm. that what's interesting about this is she has a slightly shinier tone. Mm-hmm. But also on this album, especially compared to the EP, and maybe this will connect things up, and then we'll let Eduardo talk someday, is that there's a very... Is Eduardo here? <laughs> the, the, the 80s pop synth drum vibe underneath the 90s alternative... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Almost, there were a couple times I was like, this kind of sounds like the Cranberries vocally. Well, no, <laughs> like, there was a actually, couple points, which is fine, but it was like layering. I don't, has anyone done as explicitly as she does on this album? That's what I found most interesting. Has anyone sat down and gone, I want to take all the cool 80s synth shit with big drums and negative space, and then I want to layer on top of that like a, like a, like a 90s alternative a female vocal. Well, 90s, I, yeah. As deliberately as it is done in this album, I don't think anyone has done that, including her sister. And that's what I found most interesting about this, is that no one has like made that drink yet. But the Cocteau Twins are in here, too. Well, the Cocteau yeah, Twins are in here, but, yeah. it, but, but I, wanna, I, wanna play, I, I wanted to play uh, a little bit of Mile Away, but you bring up the, vo- the point about the 90s like, yeah. vocals and stuff. And, and to me, like this is more, uh, she brings on the song Sightseeing, uh, more uh, Bjork and and very specifically Whoa. Harriet Wheeler from the Sundays. Okay, yeah. Sundays. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. 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 Let's hear a little bit of sightseeing now, and, and you'll hear exactly what I'm talking about. Just put some 
Sightseeing. Now, now, Harriet Wheeler, if you guys are listening to this and you aren't familiar with the Sundays, is everybody in this room familiar with the Sundays? If not, go yeah. Yeah. If not, if turn not, on the podcast I mean, and go get familiar well, see, with the I Sundays. Don't, I don't know. This is the type of thing where, where my the whole of my knowledge goes because I was listening to a lot of alternative music in college, and that's when the Sundays were sort of big. But like, I literally found them because of an advertisement for the uh, album Blind on MTV. <laughs> And I was like, that's interesting. And it was like three yeah. seconds of a song. And I was like, eh? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I'm like, this band's amazing. So I, I never know how many people know of a certain band. But anyway, they, I had a they conversation were with a guy at um, Trader Joe's the other day about the Sundays. Just what? like randomly. Really? Go yeah. On. Like, I, I, on. I feel like there's a story here. Do you have, <laughs> do you have, a, do you have a transcription? Are you guys dating? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> no, no. no, we were talking about uh, good cover songs, and I said the Sundays do. And he goes, Wild Horse is the best thing I've ever heard. I was like, oh, my no, God. No, 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 no. I mean, it's good. It's good. <laughs> but come on. Are we like my the uh, was, piano thing at the end of that? My point was right. random people know. Random people know the Sundays. Sundays. They know that. But either, you Many know, th- people. That many is, random people. Saying. But but yes. the thing about many, the Sundays, besides Harriet Wheeler having an amazing voice, mm-hmm. is that they wrote great songs. Mm-hmm. They wrote songs that we remember thirty years later. And sure, I think I am going to go out a limb here. I think this is the level. If she's not operating at this yet, like uh, she's really close to getting mm-hmm. this on on this album at a lot of moments. I don't think the album as a whole is necessarily. Uh, the the ultimate classic, mm-hmm. you know, it'll be a classic for somebody. It might be a classic for your daughter Eva, mm-hmm. you know, sixteen to hear this. Uh, we're jaded. I as mean, fuck she likes La La Land. But so. but but that but that being said, you know, like the Bleached album last year, yeah, for example, which at the time I thought this is a really serviceable and like the album gonna, that I so, it was hated sour, sour so much candy. and should have said pass. And I hate all of you for liking that one. So that album, yeah, um, it's it's funny. It turns out Patrick was really wrong about that album. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, how many but, how many but, of our ten best? This was the bleached album on. Oh, none. I, I listened. I listened to that album so, and and like the further I got from the first time I heard it, the more I wanted to hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it had this sort of weird staying power that a lot of more ambitious and more challenging things right. did not. Uh, hold that appeal for me. It's called pop, and, son. Yeah, no, and this and this and this album comes to is, the dark side, right? Yeah. So we have pop. So you know, Patrick Patrick outed himself as a huge Grey's Anatomy fan uh, recently, um, and so so to build on that, to me to me uh, this you love album Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> I'm more I'm more of a McSteamy than a McDreamy. To I, hear, I hear there's a whole Meredith Grey wing of the hospital now. <laughs> anyway, um, this album to me is very much like a like um, to use a, a TV comp is is like This Is Us or something like it's. There was yeah, if yeah. you can if you can put together a show like this is us you will always attract eyeballs Just threw and be up in able a little to bit have in my mouth, like, but it's fine and be able have to have a show it? on TV. I've it's seen good, it. It's... My wife is addicted. Is that, I mean, are, are, are you damning it with that She's addicted. Because... No, no, it's no, not, not a good at all. Show. Not okay. at all. I'm saying. I'm saying. There's. There's. <laughs> there mind, be... Eduardo, like myself, we love rom coms. So yeah. I mean, this is. <sighs> yeah, I, I, I don't I'm have not... it within me to love this is us, but I do not doubt that within you, there's a somewhere where you can. It's. 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 
it's good. Like, it's not like, I'm not going to, it's not, it's not a defining anything. It's just, it's just, He's like, it's what, I'm struggling, if, struggling, struggling, struggling for another it's word, unsafe, but it's, it's unsafe here. It's, right. Like, like if you can, if you can put together a good, if you can put together a good multi-generational right. family drama, you say, should have a job in TV. And if, if you, you can have, put, put an album like this If you together, haven't seen This Is Us, that first episode, when it was, I, right, I'm right, usually right. very good at spotting shit. And yeah, that there first was, there episode, was when it was little, at the end, I was like, yep. "Oh my god!" Yep. Yeah, I would rather oh. watch the 109 ranked women's tennis player in the world play the 108th ranked women's tennis player god, in the world. Patrick than loves watching tennis. This is us. Patrick loves some spring. Breaking, breaking news: huh. Patrick loves women's tennis. Uh, I love all tennis. But interesting. Uh, so um, let's start with you, Carrie. We have a new rating system. Mm-hmm. Although you know we're not going to go with sad because I, I don't want to build that. That into, is not. That's it's, not. It was. It was funny yeah. in concept. So it's just. I buy, like die better, but you don't like die. No, no. Buy try or pass. I'm gonna buy. Yeah. 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 Patrick, you want the short version? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to give it as gifts on Valentine's. Pretend, regardless pretend, of what, pretend, regardless like of a, what version you give me, I'm going to edit out to. Pretend, pretend like no. it's a serve uh, in tennis. I'm going to say... <laughs> and you only get to hit it once. Try. I. The point you've said today that I agree with the most mm-hmm. is that I think this is not quite great. I think there are three or four songs on here that are approaching great. And then I think there's other parts that are not as good. And so I think I'm really looking forward to the next piece. I'm very positive on this artist. And her sister. She's playing here soon, who which, I which like I'm actually much. really psyched for. Yeah. I am sure that if I had more time, I might just sort of edge to the buy level. The one that point I will make, since we're sort of parting out, is I, I don't think the Jen Wassner Flock of Dimes thing is a direct comp. Because oh, I think they're it's, doing it's, it's totally not, different it's, things. It's not a direct comp, but I, but I think it is. And I appreciate what you're trying to say, but I don't think it's Especially because both of them emerge. The, the level at which Jen Wassner embraced pop... And if you, if you, uh, I mean, you, you listened to like, she yeah, was yeah. down here and we talked yeah, yeah. and, and, uh, she spoke about her craft as a form and songwriting as a form. I think this is what Allison is doing. I think, I think she's using it as a form and mm-hmm. instead of just being like, oh my God, I have to express myself. She's like, no, this, this, there's a tradition of this. Mm-hmm. This is a certain way to do it. And I have to be able to do it that way before I can break the mold and do it other ways. And you don't see that a lot. So it's no surprise, though, that after Jen Wassner's Flock of Dimes gets right. signed to Merge, that she yeah. gets signed to Merge now. I'm super happy with this artist and the the development between the EP and this. I'm super happy with where I think she's headed. Mm-hmm. There are parts of this I really like and really appreciate. I don't think anyone's quite done this yet, exactly what she did here. And I'm very positive. I'm just not quite at a buy. I don't know that I okay. buy all of this yet. All right. Water close. I, I I watched This Is Us, so I'm gonna yeah. So I'm gonna buy this, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am the same. I'm gonna buy the shit out of it. I, yeah, uh, it's it's a simple album. Uh, you know, to your point about albums that are short. Uh, this I hope this is a theme this year because it's definitely right. the next album we're gonna be talking but about. Long albums are okay if they're good. Yeah, but they haven't been good for a while. Um, and uh, that's that's sort of held us back, guys. I think I think it's sort of let's blame the artists. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. Do it. yeah. Indulgent uh, artists, but yeah, I, I, I'm gonna buy this. Those assholes I, I, continuing I, to make music for us. I, I, I think, I think as more far content as, is bad. As far as <laughs> you can, uh, weeks. I, I can't look at this with a, an, an ounce of cynicism. I am just like this is like this is just good goddamn work, and it makes me wonder if at Merge because we know the team at Merge 
and they're like all great people and they all like this stuff and clearly they're signing like more and more people uh and if they're onto something now because of Gem Watch, because of this, if if this if more of this is coming down the pipe in the next few years, uh, bring it on! I'm right? gonna be happy because yeah. I I fucking love the eighties. So. Honestly, in the next few years, we need shit like this. Can, yes, yeah. can, can I, I just add one more sad, sad, sad? Shit. One small point, and y'all should just sound off. But I think uh, we were talking about phrasing when I was here a week ago. Yeah, we were talking about you spent a lot. I spent a lot of time on phrasing. We talked about vocalization. <laughs> I think what she does on this album and the unique nature of the phrasing and some of the double tracking. Yep. And I think the purse, the, the, how personal the lyrics are. And there are some lyrical phrases that I really like in here. And some I'm like, eh, whatever, but there are efforts and there are attempts and there are risks. And that's what I super applaud about this album yeah. is I think she really, even where the arrangement of the synth and the drum was sort of eighties traditional, she was pushing against it with very bizarro, like not just nineties alternative vocal arrangements, but like taking risks in weird directions that I did not see coming. It's because and that I bit, really appreciate. It, and and uh, I was surprised. It's that, it's because it, it, this, it's because like it wasn't pastiche, right? No, it was very. That, that's right. that's very exactly original, it. Because it, it was whether or not she knows it, it was not super pastiche, plus so good fucking, on the originality. So good on you, Alison Crutch. Alright, so Allison Crutchfield's uh, Tourist in This Town, available on Merge. It is available, uh, by the time you're listening to this now, everywhere you can buy records, right? And uh, you Everywhere. Can, Do ev- people I mean, buy records? Well, we talked about that on the last podcast, and you know, however you're going to digest it. That's actually the main reason, uh, is, is partially because of you, partially because of uh, Brianna Younger. Because when we said stream it, yeah. her, her comment nothing. was always like, well, you stream. just get it wherever you get it. Yeah. And it's like, okay. Obtain it. Everyone can stream okay. anything all the so time. So we, we know about Access the content, this. people. Uh, usually you just hear me talking about a song uh, at the end of these things or running my mouth. But uh, this time, since we're just sort of hanging out yeah, here. Yeah, clearly there's a bunch of idiots here with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so I'm sort of hanging out. I want to tell you something we that I, I literally leave. just came to today. So do not Attica. hate. I know, Attica. I know Sampha is a thing. I know our friend Marcus Moore is big on him. Uh, he actually did. I just he didn't suggest this. He just was like, I saw that he went to a show in New York and was like, this guy's dope. Got the album today. Comes out February third. It's called Process. And uh, and I gotta say, after a couple of listens, it's sort of badass. So I want to play a single he just played on Jimmy Fallon last night. So this is Sampha, and, and this is in parentheses. No one knows me. In parentheses, like the. this home You will show me I have 
Me like the piano. Uh, that's Sam. Now, now this guy. Let me tell you, uh, he has worked with uh, FKA Twigs, Jesse Ware. Uh, how do you say this? The SBT RKT. I always say sauerkraut, and that's wrong. Uh, no, no, I'm going to call them sauerkraut from now on. Super tracked. Uh, Drake, Kanye West, and uh, he worked on Frank Ocean's Endless, and uh, worked with Salon. Just see the table. He. He's a uh, he's an English guy who uh, has been behind the scenes for a long time and Does he is know now. Michael Kiwanuka? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I'm 100. percent Did you hear that? Of course, he knows Michael Kiwanuka. Uh, but he's going to be on the next episode of Cargo Shorts and Platitude. But <laughs> with your host Eduardo, companion, companion piece. But I think I I, I think we're going to be talking about this album. But I just wanted to get it in front of people, like say, hey, you know, check it out if you haven't. Uh, it was nice. It's nice. Very yeah. nice. Yeah, it's very nice. Hundred percent nice. Um, that's our podcast. Our first podcast this week. Uh, next next podcast, I guarantee you, uh, we get will out not and vote, have everybody. Get out and vote. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. We will not have all the political talk. There's not a whole lot to talk about when we're talking about foxygen. Uh, <laughs> it's just foxygen. It's just foxygen. Foxy. Yeah, uh, we're gonna be joined. Uh, this crew, uh, Marcus Dowling is gonna be joining us as well. So it's gonna be a packed, allegedly packed house, and uh, we're gonna be talking about that. And then uh, coming forward in the next few weeks, uh, Eduardo. Hopefully, this is gonna work out. 
Lady Lamb. Oh, I'm so psyched for you. Yeah, no, this is I'm 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 excited too. I I hope it's uh just playing a sold out yeah. show at the Black Cat, I believe it is. Does that uh, mean DC, I can DC interview nine. Jeff Tweedy when he comes through town? No, fuck you. You can interview Jeff Tweedy after I interview Jeff Tweedy. Um, but yeah, since we are talking from the past into the future, uh, I hope everybody here in DC was safe. I hope these events that were going yep. on, uh, went like swimmingly. There were no alt right things. We saw protesters outside of common ping pong. Um, that's Today, just called racism. That's not alt right. Let's not yeah, yeah, okay, uh, okay, legitimize yeah, yeah, the phrase yeah, yeah, alt right. Yeah, no, it's racism. Okay, so 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 I hope I hope if you saw we're trying to I hope stay if you saw up racism, here, you, but, you know. smashed it in your in no, its fucking that's, face. That's just accuracy. And um, you know, just keep on fighting. Here, here. I feel better in than, all legal means. I like, feel better. Legally, yeah, like I feel legally. better than I did at the beginning of this, and this is how this always goes when we start talking the shit. So, uh, thank you guys for being down here, and uh, we'll be back in a few short days. Until then, be good to your ears, but be better to your people. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> 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 Kenobi!